Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Dana. We are competitors turned besties turned co-founders, and together we've taught thousands how to handcraft the perfect cozy knit with our chunky blanket kits. So join us as we grow our side hustle. All while balancing marriage, motherhood, friendship, full-time careers, and the inevitable mess that comes when those areas of your life get tangled up. So snuggle in, pour yourself a glass of wine, or maybe not if you're driving, and find comfort in knowing you're not the only one hiding from a toddler right now. This is Tangled Up with Craft Happy. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Tangled Up episode five. We are going to talk about balancing our full-time careers and our side hustle. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dana. Well, let's get into it, Dana. First of all, I have to know, today's Sunday. It's usually when you wash your hair. I can see you. (laughs) Not everyone can see you right now. I can tell today you didn't wash your hair. What's going on? Well, that's rude. (laughs) Usually I do a pretty good job of um, faking it, but no. Yeah. Today is hair washing day. I opted to um, bypass that because it's a holiday tomorrow. Yep. So I have decided that, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. It's fine. I'll do it in the morning. But I've been wearing like this ponytail all day and I've been on TikTok quite a bit because Olivia, our creative director, is giving us homework assignments to try and make us younger and cooler and appeal to a wider demographic for all of those reasons. And so now I just sit on my phone and scroll TikTok all day. And I learned this new way to do your ponytail. And it's like a double pony. So it almost looks like a mohawk. Like you put the top piece on, like you're almost doing like a half up, half down. Yeah. And then you put the bottom piece underneath and it's supposed to give you like a fuller look. And so I was just like, okay, well, if I'm not going to wash my hair today, I'll try this ponytail thing. And so I've had my hair up all day and I feel like I'm getting like a migraine. <laughs> oh no. That's why I can't work out anymore. I can't wear my hair up. I was like, how do people do this? I never wear my hair up. And this is why I was like, the only time I do is when I have like, I'm working out. And even then it's, you know, for a brief period of time and then I'll come home and wash it or do something else with it. But and let's be honest, when we work out, we do like bar. So it's usually like a low pony. Yeah. It's not sweaty. That's for sure. And I have naturally curly hair, and so I only wash my hair once a week. And so, yeah, Insane. Kristen's been watching me kind of like mess with myself <laughs> for the last 20 minutes. She was just like, are you okay? And I'm just like, it's just like, I just need a shower. <laughs> I think I just need- That's what a bonus Monday is for, <laughs> a shower. But I mean, who, everyone's jealous of me now that you only have to wash your hair twice a week, like that, or once a week. Like, that's a feat. Like, I'm at two to three times a week, and people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I just don't work out, so it's fine. But it is something you have to train your hair to do. And I'm naturally really like curly, coarse hair. And so, I mean, I have to straighten. So I almost need like the natural oils. Otherwise, my hair is just like a frizzy, dry mess, which is why I can never live in Florida. Okay. The state of Florida hates my hair type. I can't do it. I love beach vacations. But even then, like, it's just a hot mess and I can't. You're so good at the French braids on either side of your French braid pigtails. So it's a good look for the beach. Well, that's another thing I learned. That was actually from good old YouTube. Do people even use YouTube anymore? We might be posting these episodes on YouTube. Yeah, that was a hair tutorial I learned from somebody. Um, I actually just learned that maybe like six months ago, which is why you see me braiding my hair more often because now I know the trick. I love that you know how to do hair. I have no idea how to do hair. Come to me for all your hair tips. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's all that's going to get served on our TikTok algorithm now. It's so funny because we obviously share a TikTok and I don't have a personal TikTok that I use. I just use the Craft Happy one. And TikTok's supposed to be really relevant to you as a person because when you sign that terms and conditions, you're literally saying, you can listen to me. You can 
see everything I type on any app that I have. So that's why the videos you get served are, you're like, yes, these are so good. That's why it's such like a rabbit hole that you'll be in forever because it knows everything about you. (laughs) So when I get on there and it's been a couple of days and I'm like, where are all the moms that like hate their kids sometimes? Like those (laughs) are my people. And like, they were gone off the algorithm the other day. And I like texted Dana and Olivia. I was like, what are you people watching? And where is that mom? She has, it's called I'm watching a shit ton of hair tutorials and makeup (laughs) and (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I know. So I had to go on there and like find all the moms that I love to follow and just I went to their profile and just like liked everything. So it better get back in the algorithm. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. That's the two. Speaking of algorithms, I also keep getting these stupid. I know I'm doing dry January, but like I've been getting these ads for like the last year about like non alcoholic wine. Like, no, thank you, Katy Perry. I like alcohol in my wine. What is that? If all ends well, that is well. This episode should actually air like 1st of February. So when we are listening to this, we should both have a glass of wine with us. So if that makes you feel any better, Maybe. I don't know. I might like, I'm trying to be a damp lifestyle this year where I'm only drinking like socially, like a damp, not dry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be dry. I'm not, I, I mean, touche. I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? Like congrats to those who are, but like, that's not my life yet. So it's still going to be damp. So I'm trying, I'm trying to just not drink on the couch this year. Oh, that's a good, I just don't like the word damp. Can, is there a different word? Like Damp is to me like moistest to other people. Like I just Ooh, don't I don't like that. I don't like either one of those words. Um, I don't know. I saw it on Instagram. I didn't come up with it. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll have to think of something else. Maybe we'll think of something else by the end of this, and that'll be the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll think. But probably not, because that's not what we're actually talking about today. <laughs> well, because I mean we're talking about how we balance this, and wine is the answer. But how else do we do it? How are we balancing? <laughs> yeah, end of episode. That's it. See you guys next week. (laughs) Thanks for joining in case you wanted to know our secret. What we do want to chat about is really like how we balance our full-time jobs while we're growing our side hustle and how to maintain that sanity. Wine does absolutely help, but you know, you have to be a little crazy to have a full-time job or career in our cases and then decide, I'm not busy enough. I would like to pursue something else on my plate. (laughs) I'm not full yet. Let's see if we can make us any more crazier. So yeah, that's kind of where we are now. I mean, we're both working full time and we have craft happy. And we have kids and stuff like that. I think we talked about in the very first episode, like why we wanted to do this, but I feel like I can answer that question differently depending upon how it's asked or you know what I'm feeling that day. And it's not that I don't like my career. I've been in the same industry for a long time. I've been doing similar things for a very long time. It's what I like to do. Otherwise, I would have, I don't know, gone back to school or something like everyone else did that was our age. But I didn't do that. So I just, I like it. But I don't think I want to do it until I'm 65. So I think that's what has always attracted me to a side hustle. Like, yes, extra money. But maybe there's another way, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, but like maybe we can build something and, you know, be on podcast, how I built this side note. Do you remember when I wanted to start a podcast and you're like, we don't have anything to say. We can't start a podcast until we're successful. Look at me. <laughs> Six months later, here you are. Listen, 
like most things, if you've listened to us for a little bit now or just know us personally, like Kristen has the great ideas. I kill those ideas or at least I delay them significantly. And then eventually I come around. And once I'm in, I'm in. I mean, I didn't want to do yarn at first. I was just like, that's it. That's all. You just want to do the blanket thing? Like we're doing so well at doing everything else. You're like, yeah, but like we're doing a lot. And maybe, maybe this has legs. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Now I'm in. Let's go. (laughs) Totally. And like we were doing everything. We were kidding a lot of it. Like I remember one of my favorite workshops, but the worst one to kit was candles. I had like a scale and I was weighing out wax like you know wax is like hard before you make a candle so i'm like weighing out wax and like putting it in a little bag i was like am i a drug dealer like a drug dealer like cocaine on a scale <laughs> what am i doing i think you have a picture of it. i had gloves on like i mean and then the essential oils or whatever that went with the candles like my office would smell like linen for like ever and like that is not the choice of scent that i would you know burn a candle on. But anyways, that's the one that always stuck around. So that's what I was like, I only want to touch the yarn. And that's the only one that we have our own name on. Like we were not ordering our own line of wax. That was not a thing. <laughs> now that's not sexy. <laughs> yarn might not be sexy to everybody, but wax is cozy. <laughs> that's definitely not. <laughs> it's cozy and colorful. Okay. And it makes good gifts, which is what we like to do. But for real, like I think that's why I wanted to do it. I think for you, like same thing, like disposable income. Like there's got to be another way. Like I've been on this ladder for a while. It's a good ladder, but I don't know if I'm ready for another. Oh my God. What is it? 20, 30 years of it. When do you people retire? What's the retirement age? I mean, when do people retire is a great question. I mean, what was it when our parents were growing up? It was probably like what? 60. Now, I mean, social security you get when you're 65. So I think that's when the government assumes that people stop working. But I mean, people are living longer and yeah. I think we're the same in the fact that I can't imagine ever not working in some capacity. Like my goal is not to retire. No, I don't want to retire like tomorrow. But like if I was, you know, a millionaire and just could like go travel the world or like have a charity or something, like you would have something, right? Like you wouldn't just sit and like exist. Like you would have something. I think if you had the charity or the philanthropy aspect of it, yes. But I would be like running it. Like I would still be very involved in whatever it was. Like I could never, and I know like, I mean, you could give me all the money in the world to travel and it would be really fun for a little bit, but I just have too much like energy or ambition or maybe I just have like anxiety over sitting around doing nothing. Like I love doing nothing on like a Sunday, (laughs) but to do nothing for like the next 20 years of your life, if you retire at 65 and you don't die until you're 85, like that's a long time of nothing. And like both of my parents are retired. Right. So my mom was a stay at home mom. So I guess she, she retired when we moved out of the house. I guess, <laughs> yeah, you made it. But my dad retired when he was 50. Wow. And he is, he just turned 81. And like, he's not worked almost as long as he worked. And I'm like, every day though, like, what are you doing? Like, what football game are we watching today, dad? Like, what, what Amazon t shirt are you ordering? Like, <laughs> that's so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I think for me, it's, creative. It's creative. Yeah. I think for me, what attracted me to the side hustle life, it's not that my full-time job wasn't necessarily fulfilling or that I don't see myself doing it for another 10, 20 years. I've been working for the same company for 10 years. And in that time, we have scaled immensely, right? And because of that, we've had to adjust from operating as a small, boutique-ish organization to one that can and really continues to grow nationally. 
And that inevitably changed really the dynamic of everyone's day-to-day. And so for me, Craft Happy provides a bit more control and anonymity to make decisions independently. It's also a totally different brand. So it's a creative outlet. And I have a safe space to kind of just be myself because really Craft Happy is us. (laughs) The brand is us. So like, look at all of our yarn names. Right. I'm going to need to be involved in the naming of any yarn that we ever debut. That's all I ask. Well, obviously. I just want to know what the names are. Unless you retire on me, I think you'll always be involved. <laughs> you can still text me when I'm in Fiji that I got well, <laughs> on my yacht. Can I even do that? I don't even know where that is. How kind of you. I'll be running for business. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. My best Matthew McConaughey voice. Let's get this train back on track. Great idea. <laughs> so if you're in a similar situation to us where you maybe like your career, but you're just looking for some extra money or a creative outlet or you know to retire on a yacht in Fiji like Kristen, <laughs> and you think a side hustle can give you all of those things, we have put together a few guidelines to keep your plate full but not overflowing. Number one, if you want to find balance, really in anything, you're going to start with balancing and really optimizing your schedule. Figure out where you can carve out time to do this and then do it. But yeah, so this is actually really late for Dana. Dana usually likes to go to bed around 930 and she gets up at like, I don't know, sometimes she's up at 3 a.m., but usually around like what, 530 or 6? Yeah, I'm an old woman. You're an old woman. Yeah. I wish I went to bed earlier, but I get like a, I'm super tired like when I put my kids to bed and then I like wake back up at 10 p.m. and then I'm awake till like 12 or 1. But that's good because you can get so much more done. Like, yeah, I'm a morning person. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode, like our, like, you know, genius zone kind of hours. But I wake up between 3 and 6 (laughs) a.m. Do I have insomnia? Maybe. (laughs) I'm like restless when I sleep. Like, I don't have an Apple Watch, but I'm sure if I did and I slept with it, they'd be like, what the fuck is happening in your brain that you cannot sit still, like, even when you're sleeping? So I go to bed early because I'm exhausted and then I'll wake up at like, three in the morning. And that's when I do 400 different like shared notes to Kristen because I'm stewing with all these ideas because it's the only like quiet time I get, I feel yeah. sometimes. And so I'll start like opening up all my notes. And then sometimes I try and go back to bed. So I'm hyperactive between like three and 4am. I'll go back <laughs> to sleep for like an hour. <laughs> and then by the time Kevin gets up, I'm up and I'll get out of bed. And, like I'll get ready. I'll listen to all of my podcasts while I'm doing that. And then I'll come downstairs to get like as much as of the day started as I can for craft happy. Yep. Because when I do go to work, like after I get the kids out the door, you know, whether that's going to kindergarten or dropping them off at grandma's, then I'm in the car for like an hour, let's say to get to, you know, my day job. So I'm either listening to podcasts then too, or I'm Marco Poloing Kristen (laughs) while she's in the middle of her get ready routine. (laughs) I don't have a commute. So I'm like, when am I going to listen to all these podcasts and Marco Polo's that she sends me just shoot me a text. Or email, but no, I like Marco Polo. Well, that leads us to our second tip in finding balance, and that is to find a way to streamline and communicate your thoughts so that your side hustle remains on the side, but you take advantage of your ideas throughout the day. Yeah. So, like if you have an idea, write it down or, you know, type it in your shared notes with the Dana <laughs> in your life. <laughs> and then you can circle back to those when you do have time for the side hustle in your schedule. 
Well, I have so many things in my head. And that's why I do the shared notes now, though, because I'm like, okay, I have like to write paragraphs and I have to put my thoughts in chronological order. I group things together and I change things. And I'm like, whenever she does get this, she won't think I'm an insane person for sending 400 messages. She'll just think it's one cohesive note and she'll look at it when she looks at it. And for anyone that doesn't know what Marco Polo is, it's it's an app that it's literally Marco Polo. So it goes back and forth with videos. So we can sit here and just like video chat each other, but no one's interrupting us or saying anything else. And then she just gets the video whenever she gets it and can respond back to it. So it's a super great way to communicate. It helps understand tone. I think we, we, we've had some of our like arguments, but like whenever I'm like really excited about something, I'll get on there. And if Kristen's not ready to hear it, she won't listen to it or, you know, but really more so vice versa. Kristen's really excited about something. I'm not ready to absorb that information yet because I'm having a bad day (laughs) or something. And then I can listen to it when I'm in a better headspace and then I can react appropriately. <laughs> That's fair. I re- I mean, I really, I'm glad we adopted Marco Polo. Shout out to Apartment Life for introducing us to Marco Polo and changing the way we communicate. Yeah. Melody and friends really helped us. <laughs> it was the best way. <laughs> but yeah, so when I wake up, Dana has, like I have sent off a bunch of stuff since Dana has been sleeping. Literally the other night we were texting because she was trying to get a knockoff Stanley on Amazon. And first of all, she was like, what color should I get? And it was like a knockoff. No, it's still $30. So I just like sent a link to a Stanley cup. I was like, just get a Stanley. She was like, no, I'm getting a knockoff. What color? And so I'm like looking through all the colors and I told her all the colors I wanted her to get. And then I told her all the colors that I wanted now because they had like a black Panther one that I want. No, that sounds funny. Black one that's like Panther, whatever. Leopard, leopard. Oh, that's like <laughs> Black Panther. No, like North Carolina, right? That's why I said that. It's leopard, whatever. They're all sold out. So I've now texted her 17 times. And I was like, well, I can see you have now fallen asleep and abandoned this conversation. So I will look forward to. She literally said that. <laughs> I will look forward to getting your text in the morning because that's just what happened. She just Houdini's in the middle of a conversation that she started. And so then I go to bed. It wasn't in the middle of a conversation. We had gone back and forth a couple of times and it had paused. It was the middle. It wasn't over. I didn't know what color you got. I woke up to mauve. I ordered mauve and I was like, no, you're not getting that color. I didn't order any. Good. Because they're all sold out. I sent you actually a message this afternoon that I found the real Stanley Cup on a different website. We'll see if it ever gets here. That was a weird website, but it's a cute one. I like that one. It's my color, but it has a cuter logo. But anyways, I get mine at Whole Foods because they come in stock randomly at Whole Foods. And I feel like no one knows that. So it's, a, it's a secret. Your Whole Foods has an end cap with some Stanley's. I was never going to get one because I, I'm a late adopter of most trends. I don't know. The style right now is so weird. Like it's so weird. I always compare it to the Dare Elite campaign and Zoolander. I'm like, this is these children are just, <laughs> they're wearing trash. Like, and now we're just wearing a fanny pack across our chest. <laughs> like that's where fanny packs go just straight across your chest. I mean, go scroll and you'll see these people and you're like, Yes, it looks good because that's the style, but it actually looks so dumb. It's like the mullet whenever that was popular. That's what we're going to think of. So dumb. So dumb. But I'll, I do it. I have three belt knives. <laughs> I think so much of the style right now is good for a photo, but like actually wearing these things and walking around in them and like living or sitting down or anything other than like a fun living or sitting down, <laughs> like a fun photo shoot. That's all they're for. It's like tutus. <laughs> like you can't sit down in a tutu. It's just for a photo shoot. Speaking of tutus, so I'm making tutu garland and I found a DIY like late last night when I was not sleeping and scrolling my phone and it needed like a needle. Like you had to like sew something. And I was like, oof, I can't do that. Oh, so I made these cute gross. little like tool things and I was trying to get the 
I was using the macrame cord because that's all I had <laughs> from like previous workshops of ours. <laughs> I was like, I'll just use this. This is cute. It's ivory. And I was like, okay, how do I get it through? And I was like, I'll just hole punch it. So I was like hole punching like the bunched up tool so I could thread the macrame through it. And I was like, I mean, I could learn how to use this needle and thread it through. I was like, or have you ever hole punched But instead, I will do everything else possible to avoid having to learn. Correct. I don't know how to sew. Okay, guys, there's a big secret. We sell yarn, don't know how to sew. Well, to our benefit, you can't sew the jumbo seven like chenille style yarn. Like there's not a needle. Someone did tell me that they sew their, when they're making a blanket or something, you can actually sew the ends together. Oh, so instead of like doing the square knot? Yeah, you could like sew them together. And I was like, do what now? Oh, yeah. I mean. Someone else told me they burned them together. And I was, I tried to do that and almost like burnt my whole house down. So don't try it. How would you burn them together? Like they wouldn't melt together. They, wouldn't they just burn? They would just burn. Correct. Because these are polyester. Yes. Don't okay. try that at home. <laughs> just do a square knot. Follow what Kristen tells you to do. Use scissors. Give it a little bit of a haircut and you'll never find that knot in the blanket. You do not need to know how to sew to do anything that we do. Anyway, so the truth about the side hustle life is that really me and Dana just have lots of conversations about how we don't understand these young people and how we became these people that aren't young people and how this happened to us. We're so old. Half this podcast, this episode has just been us talking about how early I go to bed Yeah, and how these crazy kids and their low rise jeans and <laughs> oh my God, these crazy kids. Oh my gosh. Well, that leads us right into our third tip on finding balance. Outsource. You don't have time for everything. So just stop trying. For example... Both of us, when we first started this, we loved like diving into Canva and just designing whatever the hell we wanted and just bringing our brand to life. But neither one of us are professional graphic designers. So after, I don't know, like two years of doing this ourselves and spending a lot of time, for me, it's formatting. Formatting takes forever for me. But (laughs) we actually found someone to do our design and they ended up really just they get us completely. Thank you, Olivia. And she sees the vision that we want and she even elevated it and she takes it one step further. Yeah. Obvious tasks like accounting, get it off your plate, but even things that you are good at, like the design aspect or that you may enjoy, if it's too time consuming, find somebody else to do it. Because if you burn out before your business blows up, what was it all for? And that's why we have Karen for all things operations and Olivia for all things design and young people. And that's what Olivia has been amazing. Oh my gosh. Love her. To help us with. One day I would love to bring her on full time so she could just like follow us around even though, I mean. So that's a good point. So with this side hustle, so me and Dana, a lot of people ask us like, we have some really good people in our lives and they're like, why don't y'all just do this? Like y'all could do this. Like even before we did anything, people were like, can we invest in you? Like whatever you're doing, like we need to be a part of it because we know the two of you individually and together and like whatever you do, Mm -hmm. we know you'll be successful. So like why it's been three and a half years. Why the hell are y'all still working? Why aren't you just doing this together? And I don't think either one of us, like obviously like when we were doing it the other way, like I took a year off of the corporate world. I don't think I ever thought it was going to be forever, but it was good to do. And like, you know, my kids were little, whatever, but we don't want to do that, I don't think. So we've hired people that get paid. We don't get paid. And if we ever do have a full-time position, it will probably be someone else. 
yeah. that could run it. And we would probably still have our full-time jobs until it just became too demanding. And I think that's super important to think about. Like if you are doing a side hustle or starting a business and maybe it makes sense for someone else to do that. So you can like optimize the time that you spend or whatever it might be. So I think that is a really easy way, not easy, but like a hard truth to really think about that. It's like, oh, I started this business so I could make money. So it's weird to think that you're not going to pay yourself first. And we don't, we pay, I mean, Karen made more money, like the girl that handles actually our books and literally the, <laughs> the business. Um, she made more money than we did for the first like year. We didn't take any money. What did we get ourselves the first year? Do you remember? Our, our Louis bags. We didn't get ourselves anything. I mean, we didn't pay ourselves anything. We got a Louis bag. We did it wrong. We just, yeah, that's literally what we made our very first year in business was a Louis Vuitton Neverfull bag, which is sitting right next to me. And I love it to this day. But yeah, that was, yeah, Karen could have bought like at least seven of those. Yeah. And we were just like, oh my God, it's so great. But if you had given me money, I don't think I would have bought it. You know, like it was, it had to be a gift. I probably would not have either. So that is another way that we manage it. So as it does start to scale, like we're not the ones doing our e-blast. Like we have someone younger and cuter doing that. We're not the one <laughs> that is going to like clip these podcasts and post them on TikTok. Like someone else is doing that for us because we don't have that much time to do it. We have time to sit here and have this podcast and, you know, talk with our manufacturer, like where we're at in the process. Cause we're up against, you know, deadlines for this Kickstarter campaign. So we're trying to do all of that. We also don't have time to, you know, spend two hours designing an e-blast. So I think it's smart of us that we're like, all right, we'll just pay someone else to do that. And I think that's kind of a hard thing to understand as you're growing. Yeah. I think that it's hard for people to even hear like, oh, so you're working this hard at this side hustle, but your end goal is not necessarily to quit your day jobs and do this full time. And I think that that's a unique position that we're in that some people wouldn't understand. I think it's because we like our day jobs. Like we like the people that we work with. We like the companies that we work for. Like we never started Craft Happy because we hated what we were doing and wanted to find a way out. We started it for the other reasons, disposable income, a creative outlet, all of those things. And when I was doing this full time and everyone was like, oh, you did it. Like, that's the dream. Like, start a side hustle and like retire from corporate world and do it. And I was like, I mean, I liked doing it. Like, it was cool to have my own schedule. But at the same time, like, I missed like, I mean, I worked for you for eight years. Like, I missed that team. Like, you do so many like fun things with your team. And like, I was starting to see those on Instagram. I'm like, why am I not in that photo? It's so weird. It's not weird anymore, but it was really weird at first. And I think that's another reason I wanted to go back to work. Cause like, I like having that community. And so Mm -hmm. if we both quit, like it would just be the two of us and that would be weird. Yeah. At least for a good bet. Yeah. And I love you. I love you too, but we don't (laughs) live in the same city. And this might grow faster. And I think that's another thing. We're fine. Like we're going to do it. We don't care how long it takes. And we've definitely had that conversation over and over again. Our next tip is just that. Move at a pace that makes sense for you. Like, I mean, we'll have like a week go by, like in between conversations with our manufacturer. And sometimes it's on us because we're just too busy, but we don't get mad at ourselves because it's on us, right? Like we're, we're not going to kill ourselves to do this. Yeah. Well, that's also like the the freeing part of it is that we don't have a, a supervisor or a boss on us about deadlines. Like we're reporting to each other. And I think that because we're in similar situations of having the full-time job, the two kids, the husband, <laughs> all of these other things that are on our plate, we give ourselves permission yeah, to take it a little slower than I think 
some other entrepreneurs would feel pressured to do. And I also think because we're in the unique position that we never had to take investor money, we don't have anyone that is demanding really anything from us. No, it's really just us. Which maybe pros and cons. Sure. Sure. Like if we decided that we were just like, oh, never mind. Like Kickstarter fails, we could just be like, okay, well, that was fun. Let's just split the money and go our separate ways. But yeah, we wouldn't. Oh, I don't think that that's what we'll do regardless of how Kickstarter. (laughs) Like what else can we sell? Well, however this plays out, our side hustle, you know, it doesn't make life less complicated. Nope, sure don't. And a way to really avoid any additional complications is our next tip. And that's to be transparent with your employer. Like when I started Craft Happy, I didn't really have that problem since I worked for you, Dana. And then (laughs) (laughs) made things easy. Then I worked Craft Happy just solo, not solo, but like I didn't have like a W-2 job. And now I'm back in another job. But when they hired me, I was definitely like, okay, well, you know, I have this other company. So they were like, that's fine. So transparency is definitely key. So you don't feel like you're hiding or, you know, being shady. Yeah. Because it does like... Craft Happy does check a lot of boxes for me to help me have a more fulfilling overall life. Like as stressful as it is, as time consuming as it is, you know, as demanding. And also just, I mean, the complications with the full-time job too. You know, like I get a lot of questions from people that are like, how does your employer feel that you're spending time on, you know, this other project instead of investing 130% into your day job? And You know, I think that anyone that's in that position, whether you already work for a company or you're thinking about going to work for a company and you have a side hustle kind of in your back pocket is to just be super transparent. Like I have been nothing but honest with all, you know, my supervisors and my supervisor supervisors to make sure that everyone understands that like I'm still very much invested in what I am contributing to the, you know, that company. But there is a piece that I think this makes me, um, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because maybe one of them might be listening (laughs) at some point, but I think having Craft Happy and being an entrepreneur and understanding other aspects of a a B2C company is actually making me a more well-rounded individual. And I have ideas that stem from Craft Happy or conversations, Kristen, that you and I have that I then I'm like, oh, (laughs) on my way to work, I'm like shifting gears and I'm like, oh, that actually, I could apply that to my team, or we could apply that to our marketing strategy. Like, that's a really good idea. Yeah. And so I think it makes me a more well-rounded contributor to my day job because I have a side hustle. People that don't have that or aren't in that, they don't understand. They're like, no, but you could be working on your day job at night. And I'm like, and I'll burn out. That's when you burn out Yeah. when you're focusing on the same thing and you're not filling all of your buckets. And so I think this is really helpful. But I was thinking about how you say like this almost applies to your day job and how you literally hired an artist like on your team. You're like, oh, she's so smart and Mm -hmm. cute. We have an open position and now she works on your team. (laughs) Or Lacey does murals. That's a great example, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Cassie was a macrame artist for one of our workshops and we did a virtual class with her. I went to Charlotte to meet her and we did the class and everything. And then I had a position open because at the very end of our workshop, I was like, oh, like, you know, we're catching up as we're cleaning up and getting to know her a little bit better. And we're like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm in real estate, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, <laughs> funny. Also in real like, And literally, we hired her. She's on my team right now. So Craft Happy introduces. So if anyone says that Craft Happy is taken away from my <laughs> day job, I literally hired. <laughs> I brought someone into the fold from this life. So 
That's a great example. I mean, I think it would be one thing if your day job started suffering, but mine isn't and yours isn't. So it's not like they can get mad at you. It's not like they can point fingers and be like, oh, well, if you didn't have craft happy, you would have done this, this, and this. And it's like, no, I'm still an overachiever in my day job as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I'm overcommitted to everything. Yeah. Well, someone told me they were like, because I've been working from home since 2015 and it took me a while to understand the flexibility that working from home can provide. Because I thought like, oh, I'm working from home. I have to sit at my desk from nine to five or eight thirty-five, sorry, whatever it was. And that's what I did for like a while. Like I even felt bad like going to Target on a lunch break. Someone told me they were like, listen, even if you just give 50%, that is more than most people's 100%. And so I just kind of like put that in my head and I was like, you're right. Because like, I'm never going to just not do something. Like if someone needs something from me, they're going to get it from me. Did I go to Target on my lunch break? Maybe, but like you'll still get it by whenever you need it. So I feel like that was just, I think about that a lot. I'm like, you're right. And then like, no offense to the younger generation, but their work ethic. <laughs> like, I feel pretty job secure. <laughs> That's so true, though. I think you've told me that before, and I relate to that as well. Like, I'm like, I'm an A plus player. Yeah. Like, if I'm on your team, if I'm working for you, like, you're going to get all of me. And, you know, not to, you know, brag, but I'm pretty damn good at what I do. And so if I have something else that's going on, yeah, if I go to Target, during a break, like, I mean, I don't work from home, but when, if, if I did, <laughs> probably be going to Target on my lunch break. But guess what? I'm going to be answering an email at nine o'clock or I'm going to be on a PR emergency call Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Like, I'm going to do whatever needs to get done to get the job done, which is why I also think that we are the type of people that are built for side hustles. Yeah. Because Craft Happy is going to be successful. It has been, no matter how many pivots we've taken. It's going to be something. And if Kickstarter, our campaign that we're launching, hopefully by the time this airs in the next month or so, if it fails, we're going to figure out another way because that's kind of just what we do. It's kind of what we do. And you guys will be along for the ride. So hopefully it doesn't fail. Hopefully it's a great story. But if it does, we'll just add it to our add it to our book. We'll talk about it with Guy Raz whenever he asks how we built this. <laughs> well, I think that's a great place to wrap this up. Know what you bring to the table, know your value, because only you know if you have the capacity to really take on a side hustle in addition to your full-time nine to five or whatever it is. Because even though we've been talking about balance this whole time, there just really isn't. Yeah. I mean, things can get a little sticky sometimes. So remembering why you started and what your side hustle does and one day will provide for you and your family makes all the difference. Like Craft Happy, it makes us happy. And if you feel like something is missing your life, Maybe it's a side hustle. <laughs> Maybe. So from hair tutorials to finding meaning in your life, what a roller coaster this episode was. <laughs> I think I'm going to go wash my hair. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Did you have fun? Yes, good answer. Want more where this came from? Yes, another good answer. Like and subscribe. Find us on social at Craft Happy Co. And get extra cozy for the next episode with your own Craft Happy Chunky Blanket Kit. Use promo code TANGLEDUP for 10% off at crafthappyco.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Okay, bye.